Michael Showalter, and it's my honor to serve as your representative to the Unity Board of Trustees. We're glad you're with us this morning. Our services are at 9.30 and at 11.30. We live stream the 9.30, and please welcome the 9.30 streaming audience. Our services, thank you. Our services are also available anytime to stream on demand on our website or on YouTube. The flowers today are in celebration of Reverend Pat's return from sabbatical. <laughs> we share a common vision to celebrate a world transformed. Our approach to transforming the world is in our mission, and that is namely to inspire and empower, full of expression of the divine within you. Each week, Unity offers opportunities for your continued transformation through prayer, education, and service. What's coming up ahead today, this afternoon at 1 o'clock, Let Us Play, Dane Stauffer's ongoing performing arts play shop. It's on Zoom, 1 o'clock. Everyone age 16 and up can join the fun. 
tomorrow night at 7 o'clock, the Affirmative Prayer Workshop. If you're looking to deepen your prayer practice or better understand what affirmative prayer is, you can join Margie Black and Reverend Kevin uh, for an informal, interactive, and experiential workshop via Zoom. Come and learn what affirmative prayer is. In April, the spring book groups get going again and our book, Sacred Earth, Sacred Soul. Groups will meet either on Zoom and or in person. You can reserve a spot from a variety of days and times. Join a group and be blessed by our connection to the earth and to your fellow members. Next Sunday, April 10th, is Palm Sunday, and it begins Holy Week at Unity Minneapolis. Please join us Sunday and for the other opportunities that week, which include Thursday, April 14th, Holding the Mystery, a Reflection and Communion service. On Friday, Good Friday service, Moving Through Darkness to Light. Saturday afternoon, April 16th, is our outdoor Easter extravaganza. And I feel like I should do jazz hands when I say that, extravaganza. Then on Easter Sunday, April 17th, please come home to Unity for an Easter celebration and service. There's a lot more information about these and other opportunities on the website, on our Facebook page, in your bulletin, in your insert, or on our electronic newsletters, The Peak of the Week and Happening at Unity. So now, if you find this idea agreeable, simply set your intention that for the next hour, you will be here and you will be now. Please join me in welcoming Reverend Pat for our opening prayer. Mm, thank you. Before I have our opening prayer this morning, I want to just talk a little bit about the world. There's so much going on in the world. Have you noticed that? There's so much going on in your own life as well. And I know that as well. And sometimes we may get these feelings that we just throw up our hands and we go, what the heck? But I think as truth students, as people of truth, that we're called more than ever to be present to what is going on in the world. I think it's truly important that we acknowledge our feelings. And as we do, we realize that we are not our feelings. Also, but we do not deny them for those things that we deny, we cannot change. I think the other thing that we do during times like this is that we turn within. We, we turn within and know that divine presence as peace and comfort in our own life. And then, of course, the other thing we do is we pray. We are about prayer in new thought. We pray. And then, of course, we also invite others to pray as well, and I say that with a word of caution. Those that you invite to pray, you be sure that they can hold that high watch, that they don't go to that place within of negativity, of defeat, but they go to that place within as goodness and victory. So we, my dear friends, when all of this stuff is up right now in the world, and I don't have to name it, you know it, just turn on the news, we are called to pray more than ever. So I want you to join me in our opening prayer this morning. Father, Mother, God, we affirm your presence here today. We affirm your presence between Ukraine and Russia. For we know and we give thanks that God is everywhere present. 
We affirm and we know that the presence of the divine this morning, we know this presence is peace. And we affirm in some way that all involved in this conflict will be comforted by God's peace. God's peace within and peace without. We pray for all involved. We affirm God's protection. We pray for the safety of people on both sides, all sides of the border. And we affirm physical and spiritual protection. We pray and we affirm wisdom as our world leaders maneuver and strategize and speak out. We affirm that their hearts are moved. And we affirm that their hearts guide their steps and their plans. We pray and we send love to Ukraine and Russia and for all leaders of both countries to know God's truth and peace and be transformed by the Holy Spirit within that they may seek to lead their countries in the way of peace. We pray for all people involved. We pray this morning for all ministers, all spiritual leaders that have been called to lead during this time. May they too be at peace. We affirm world peace in our thoughts and our words and our actions. And we affirm peace with each other. Peace, my friend. Peace, my friend. And so it is. Amen. This is a beautiful day. Let's applaud this day, okay? Let's stand for our opening song. Let's put that paper down right now. Put it down. And we're going to be I and you and we. Let's do it one more time like we mean it because it's the truth. Together. Here we go. I am free. I am free. I am unlimited. There are no 
Thank you, thank you, and please be seated. You know, Unity is an open and welcoming, inclusive community, and one of our core values here at Unity is that of welcoming. So we welcome all of you today, those of you in the sanctuary and those that are live streaming with us today. And today, if you are new or you feel like you're new, we certainly want to honor your presence there today. If you're streaming with us, there is instructions on the screen how to fill out a digital contact and someone from our community will reach out and connect with you. If you are in the sanctuary, we invite you, if you would, to take your courage in your hand and raise your hand as I raise my hand as we welcome all of our guests. If you're a first, second, third time guest, we invite you. Yes, we've got a visitor right over here. Thank you, God. Thank you, God. That packet of information tells you a lot about Unity Minneapolis, and there's a card in there. If you choose to fill that out, we can turn that into our office, then we have a gift for you. The rose is a gift from our congregation so that we can easily recognize you and give you a special welcome. Let's appreciate our guests this morning. Thank you. Thank you. Let's affirm our core values, and our core values are found in your order of service. May we affirm these today, our core values. We are loving, transforming, welcoming, spirit-filled, prosperous, and joyful. And this, this month's affirmation, let's affirm that together. I am willing to be transformed. Again, I am willing to be transformed. This is also birthday Sunday, the first Sunday of each month. So, my dear friends, if you have a birthday in April, we want to honor you as well. We invite you, if you would, to just stand for a moment and remain standing. Birthday, April birthdays. Yes. Let's look around the room. Yes. Charles Fillmore has assigned a power to each of these months, and the power is love for April. The disciple is John. John. The color is pink. And... Love is your ability to attract, to unify, and to desire. The affirmation is, I am a radiant center of love. Let's affirm that together. I am a radiant center of love. Again, I am a radiant center of love. This past week, we had membership class, and Reverend Tony and Reverend, Tony and Reverend Kevin is going to come forth and install our members. So it is indeed an honor to call these candidates' names. If you are in the sanctuary, we invite you to come to the platform. If you are streaming, know that we honor you just the same. 
Debbie Dieterman, our wonderful friend Colin Frost, who I know is streaming with us, Nina Frost, Jody Heron, Jody Hertzak, Chip Longacre, Darren Olson, Cheryl Stone, Carol Walter, and Christopher White from the Detroit area, who I know is streaming. Charles Gilmore, our co-founder of Unity, defined Unity in this way. Unity is a link in the great educational movement inaugurated by Jesus, our way shaper. Our objective is to discern the truth in Christianity and prove it. The truth we teach is not new. Neither do we claim special revelation or discovery of new religious principles. Our purpose is to help and teach humanity to use and prove the eternal truth taught by our master teacher, Jesus. My friends, you have expressed a desire to officially affiliate yourselves with Unity Minneapolis and the greater Unity movement so that together we might make Charles Fillmore's definition of unity come alive by modeling for humankind the truth that Jesus taught and Jesus demonstrated. You are familiar with and are in alignment with the vision and mission for our congregation. This, congregation, this vision and mission was created by our congregation. Do you as new members commit to supporting Unity Minneapolis' vision and mission statements with your thoughts and your prayers and your service? If so, please say, I do. I do. I'll invite the president of our board of trustees to come forth. These individuals have expressed a desire to unite in membership with Unity Minneapolis. They have indeed fulfilled the requirements for membership as outlined by our bylaws. They have also pledged their alignment with the vision and mission statements of unity. They are demonstrating their commitment to their own spiritual growth, and they have promised to support this church. Do you, as the elected representative of the Congregation of Unity Minneapolis, accept these individuals as members of Unity Minneapolis with all the accorded privileges? heart and on behalf of our congregation I welcome you into membership at Unity Minneapolis. From this forward let it be known that these individuals have become members of Unity Minneapolis. Let's appreciate our new members and stand please. Please remain, please remain standing, and as we sing to them, I behold the Christ in you.
We now move deeper into spirit with the reading of the daily word as the usher brings down the prayer box you are invited to mentally add your prayers to the written request in this box after the service the prayer box is located in the garden court where you may add your written requests you may also submit online prayer requests via our website. Your prayers are then prayed with by our prayer ministry for seven days, and then they are forwarded to Silent Unity, where they are prayed with for another 30 days. The word for today is inner peace. I think peace. I feel peace. I am peace. Peace lives in my heart. At the place within me where all appearances of separation dissolve. I feel only peace, only God, only oneness. This peace is always mine, part of my divine inheritance. I carry it with me through every experience every moment of the day. Nothing can destroy or even disturb my peace when I invite the divine presence, the Christ of my being, to be my constant guide, 
passing thought, of fear, worry, or anger is a reminder to breathe, to release negative energy, and to embrace peace. I feel renewed when I meditate, enjoy a walk in a peaceful garden, or take a moment to appreciate natural beauty wherever I find it. My indwelling peace manifests all around me as beauty, harmony, and bliss. And scripture tells us, my friends, may the Lord give strength to his people. May the Lord bless his people with peace. The word for today is inner peace. invite you to join me in meditation. Give yourself permission to quiet your body and mind, allowing yourself to move inward, feeling safe and secure. Allow your breath and heartbeat to slow. Become present to right now. Focus on your heart center and find the stillness within. Both Lent and Ramadan are a time for personal transformation, a time for reflection, release, and renewal, all in service of the evolution of consciousness and greater transformation. I invite you to listen to the following words with an open heart. Always remember that you possess an inner guidance system that once part of your own conscious awareness, it illuminates your soul and awakens the divine senses of infinite truth. You become aware of your awareness, a soft and subtle exploration of preference and style, the realization of your unique and glorious individuality, seeing yourself in the reflection and powering up the voltage on your inner knower. It is a brave and courageous soul who shares their newfound freedom, 
the meeting of presence alive in you. You need not convince, justify, or defend the knowing of your light, not to anyone. This is the holy and sacred unity of spirit, remembering that you are spirit, remembering. Wholeness and oneness are the infinite and eternal embrace. Know the goodness of your own heart. Know the will and determination the divine mind has for your highest expression of the light, for it shines as you. Only fear dare holds your light under a bushel. And the only place fear exists is in the workings of your own mind. But now in your awakening, you can trust that the power and grace that drew you to this moment can draw only from its own being. All that is you and around you is drawn from this divine substance. You are unique an unrepeatable expression of pure radiance. Let the world see you brightly. Let all see your zest for life, a life that is well lit. We now take a few moments to simply rest, resting in the stillness, the quiet, the silence. I invite you to return, return to this time and place, yet returning with a greater sense of who you truly are, with a greater sense of your own beautiful light, your brilliance, your own divine radiance. You are loved and you are radiant love itself and so it is Whoa. 
walls are closing in trouble breathing air is getting thin back is breaking weight is too great to hold brain is aching trying to do what you've been told crawl on hands and knees across the floor feel your way towards any open door cry out for help from above is there anyone is there anyone so tired of feeling helpless sick of being weak no matter what you do the light stays just out of reach spent so long in silence too many years in chains but you're not meant to live wasting away in grief and pain so release the lies you believed about yourself grab on to the truths that only have fine tales hold fast to what you know deep in your heart and your coming out of her You were too weak to stand Let go of the anger Cause there's a bigger plan You're no longer beholden To what once held you down And you don't have to be Afraid anymore Cause the veil has been lifted Your eyes cannot see Take all you've been gifted For be who you were meant to be Joanne Parker, that was wonderful. I heard her practicing this morning, and I said to her, uh, flesh and blood did not reveal that to you. There was something greater than that that revealed that song, and that is a perfect song for this series, I Am Transformed. And you know, this song is about coming out of the dark into the light, yet we know the importance of the light and the darkness. Don't we need both? Don't we need both? 
as Jesus says, there's 12 hours of light and 12 hours of darkness. I don't know if he lived in Minnesota or not, but needless to say, <laughs> that was, Jesus says that. So that's important, you know, that we remember that we need that cycle. So thank you so much, dear friend. And it's always, Joanne Park, it's always a joy to have you with us today. Thank you so much. I'm back today, and it feels like I'm getting back on the horse, you know, and I uh, was getting back on the horse, and there's so many people that I want to appreciate this morning and thank, and at the same time, I don't want to turn this lesson into my sabbatical, you know, so, but I do want to share with you, I want to really thank, a shout out for one or two people. First of all, I want to thank the first board that hired me. They were wise enough to put a sabbatical every five years in my contract. So I want to thank that first board. And I see a couple of you that's waving their hand. I hope you still don't regret that. That's another story, okay? And I want to thank the congregation for allowing me to go. Oh, thank you, goodness. You didn't have much. You couldn't have stopped me. Okay, and then I want to thank the teams and the committees, the teams and the committees that really fell in. We didn't miss a beat while I was gone. I want to thank our amazing staff, our amazing staff, especially our ministerial team, our LUTs that spoke, our guest speakers that spoke. I want to thank our especially shout out for our music team that kept this place going and our executive director. Nancy Miello that did the day in and day out operations of this church each and every day. I thank her so much for that. And of course, I want to thank my beloved Connie. I call her my at work wife. I'm my beloved Connie because she, my dear friends, is that front line. She's the front line. She comes, she gets those calls and she's just an amazing woman to me. And I want to do a special shout out for our regathering team, which is made up of our board, made up of some staff, and also made up of our congregation some congregates as well. They did an amazing, amazing job in keeping us safe and made, I'm sure, some very challenging and difficult decisions. As you know, this last two years has been most difficult, and it has not been easy for churches as well. I will tell you, it's like I was, my father used to say, can I say this? Yes, my father used to say, you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't. So I kind of felt like I was in that place a couple of times about some of the decisions that were being made. It was a challenging time, and yet I can really appreciate our regathering team as they also referred to spirit. They were led by spirit. They prayed. They meditated. And they used discernment. And they also used sources in making their decision. And they're continuing to do that as well. They're continuing to meet as well. And I also want to thank our new members that came in this morning. Uh, this is the first membership class in the, since I have been here that I have not facilitated. And I want to thank the reverends for doing it for me and also the new, minister, the new members as well. Thank you so much for coming in. Uh, my, my sabbatical is just was phenomenal. You know, it was phenomenal. Oh, I thank Eddie for putting up with me for three months. I'm sure he was wishing I'd go to work or something. But, uh, you know, we spent, we spent a glorious two weeks in Cancun. Someone's got to do it. You know, a glorious two weeks in Cancun. And it was restful and it was peaceful. And it was all-inclusive. And, oh, my goodness, food, food. Oh, and alcohol and alcohol. And, you know, I don't drink. But, oh, I eat. So, needless to say, it was just a wonderful time. And it gave me the opportunity to Relax to unwind. I'd like to tell you that I stream with you every Sunday. I did not. <laughs> I really took a sabbatical. And so that was fun. And then someone's got to go on a cruise. So we went on a beautiful cruise as well. 
and it was great. And then we had a, we had, um, now I want to get clear about something. This congregation did not pay for these expenses, okay? I want to get real clear about that. Okay, but then also, uh, well, I guess indirectly you did. But anyway, uh, and, and then also we just had, I spent time with my family. And normally we have family gatherings and there's five of us and we're all still here. Thank you, God. So I took the opportunity to spend time with each and every one of them, have a meal with them, share our lives with each other. And I came away and I said to Eddie, if something happens to one of us, I feel at peace. I feel at peace. And so it was a wonderful time for me to reconnect with my family in Birmingham, Alabama. Okay? Yeah. Okay. And so I really uh, had a, a great sabbatical, and I just want to thank you, thank you, thank you. We started a brand new series, The Courage of the, the, the theme for the year is The Courage to Imagine. And that theme was not uh, selected by accident. We have a lot that we are imagining this year. Have you looked at the foyer lately? You know, we are uh, imagining a lot. And so we've looked at a theme each month. You know, uh, I think last month was I Am Guided. Uh, January, I think, was I Am at Peace. February was I Am Loved. And April, of course, is I am transformed. And the affirmation for this series is I am willing, just willing to be transformed. I am willing to come out of the dark. I am willing to do that. I want to share with you a little story. I told Eddie this morning, I said, you know, I don't know if I should tell this joke or not. And usually I get emails, and that's okay. Why should it change? Okay, so... Um, a poor old lady was forced to sell her valuables to avoid eviction. As she rummaged through her dusty belongings, she came across a dull copper kettle. Intrigued by its possible value, the old woman dusted it off, and bam, a genie erupted from its neck. The genie says, I have seen your plights, and I will grant you three wishes. The woman, astounded, thinks for a moment and says, age has taken a toll on me, and I wish to be young and beautiful Age has taken a toll on me. I want to be young and beautiful once more. And bam, a sudden flash, and the old woman emerged, a ravishing, young, beautiful woman. Thrilled by her success, the woman says, Jeannie, I want to, to live a life of grandeur. I want to be rich. And bam, with a snap of the genie's finger, the room whirled and transformed into a great hall. Her once broken cottage had become a mansion. And upon looking down, the woman noticed her worn clothing had been replaced with stunning dress and shining heels. While she marveled at the outcome, the genie stood solemnly and said, you have one wish left. The woman thought about it for a while and then felt a slight brush against her leg. It was her old cat, frightened by the building transformation. The woman looked up at the genie and said, this cat has been faithful with me all my years. Please transform him into a human man so that we may spend many, many happy days together. Bam. In a blinding flash, the cat had vanished, and standing in its place was a tall, dark-haired, handsome young man. Immediately enamored by her new love, the woman fell into his arms. The genie's work was complete and had disappeared. 
As she gazed into his eyes, he drew her close and close and whispered, too bad you had me neutered. <laughs> uh, that was on the edge, wasn't it? That was just on the edge. I am transformed. I am transformed. I am willing to be transformed. Let's affirm, I am willing to be transformed. Together, I am willing to be transformed. You know, that was one of the things that attracted me into unity. I say this especially to our new members. It attracted me into unity because it was the opportunity to transform, to change my consciousness, to live in a different way. I had already been sober for a year when I found that, but I knew that transformation was possible in my life. And one of the things that attracted me to unity in this movement was freedom of thought. Don't you love that? I'm not going to tell you what to believe. No, not after a joke like that. I'm not going to tell you what to tell you what to believe. You know, but whenever you hear something on this platform, you try it on and see if it works for you. Freedom of thought is number one. And then number two, it gave me some tools to begin to transform my life in different areas. And when we really talk about transformation in our life, I usually think about three areas. You know, one of those areas, of course, is health. We start working on changing our health. One of those areas are prosperity. We begin to change our prosperity. Many of us came in that way. And one is relationships, and that involves love, love relationships as well. We begin to change that. And then we begin to change our thinking around eternal life, letting go of that fear of death, letting go of that. So usually it's each and every one of these areas. We want to do some transformational work, and I am still doing tons of transformational work. But I am blessed, and I was blessed through unity, that it gave me the tools to do that with. The 12 powers, the affirmations, the denials, the prayer, the meditation, the journaling, the community. The community. Because it takes a community, my friend, also to help us with our transformation. Transformation, looking it up, means a complete change. An active process of changing completely. It is uh, an example of uh, transformation is the, of the process of changing. It's an example of transformation is a caterpillar, of course, turning into a butterfly. And what is transformation in a person? What is a personal transformation? It's the task of changing who you are and becoming the person you want to be. Who you are and becoming the person you want to be. There are so many people, so many things that people want to do in their lives to lose weight, to break free from addiction, to learn a new skill, to start making more money. Many of these things are all good. And that, my dear friend, requires a transformation in our life. You know, I, my lesson title is just who do you think you are? Have you ever been told that before as a kid? Did you ever hear that? Oh, and they're usually followed by, you're just getting entirely too big for your pants. You just don't know how that works today. But wow, you know, just who do you think you are? And I think that, you know, as Dr. Sheely last week talked about, 
Dr. Sheely talked about who do we think we are. It's not who your parents say you are or your teachers or even your former lovers. It's not who they say you are, but it's who you say that you are. When you go home at night and it's you, you are in that skin. When you go home at night, who do you say that you are? I don't know about you, but I still have some of those voices in my head. Voices growing up. And you know, you, you can, without being a victim here, but as a gay man or, or whatever you were, you can hear those voices of not being worthy, not being good enough, that you're going to die and go to hell. I am so grateful we don't have hell in unity, aren't you? Unless we create it. And then we get to go to hell when we create it. We know that. But it's, it's so hard, but it's so hard sometimes to come out of these, these voices in our head. And yet, my dear friends, it is because of transformation that we can do that. It's because that we can begin working and knowing the truth and reminding someone, someone reminding us of who we are and who we are, that we are loved until we can truly love ourselves. Amelda Shanklin, in one of her fabulous books, Amelda Shanklin, oh my goodness, she is absolutely wonderful. She has written a book, and she starts off in the first chapter, What Are You? And... She asks the question, and she tells the story of a young man on the subway, and someone turns and says, and what are you? If I ask you that today, I don't know, but it's really easy to go, I'm Reverend Pat, I'm a minister, you know, I start describing myself, I might start describing who and what I've done, I might start about these, all of these outer things in my life, and guess what? That's part of who you are. But what you are is beyond who you are. What you are, dear friends, is the impersonal. She says in that first chapter, now don't freak out over the word impersonal, okay? She says in this first chapter that our, we are impersonal and that we are personal. Our personal, our per personality develops through this personal aspect of us. The impersonal of us is known by many names. It's God known by many names. It's, that's another name for the divine. That impersonal of us does not change. It is constant. It is God. It is changeless. But it is the personality that begins to transform. Guess what? The impersonal does not need to transform. It's just fine. But the way I'm expressing in the world needs to transform. She also talks about here that one of the ways that we go about transforming that personality of ours that we want to change sometimes, not being ashamed of it, not being this is who I am, not being ashamed of it, but one way we want to do that is spend more time with the impersonal. 
Did you know, my dear friends, that the longer we spend with the impersonal God, another name for whatever you call God, the longer we spend time with that, did you know the more the outer world changes? How many knows that? Of course you do that. Yes, of course you know. And we forget it. But the more time we spend with that impersonal, the more time we spend with truth, then it is easier for us to move out of the darkness into the light. Wow. Scripture tells us, wow, Scripture tells us in a couple of places, gives us some beautiful examples of that. One of those, I love John 3.3, the story of Nicodemus. Do you know the story of Nicodemus? Nicodemus, you know, he was a Pharisee. He came to Jesus. And Jesus says, unless you be born again, you cannot experience the kingdom of heaven. Well, as a child growing up, that put the, put, put the fear in me sometimes because I had to be saved in order. I'm so glad all of you are saved. Okay, number two. I had to be saved in order to experience that kingdom of heaven. I have to be saved today, but saved for myself. Okay, so he says, unless you, unless you are born again, you cannot experience the kingdom of heaven. The kingdom of heaven is right here and right now, right? Because eternal life is right here and right now. It's not like we got to go somewhere to get eternal life. We're living in eternal life. So unless you experience that, you, you, and Nicodemus says, well, how in the world can a grown man, how in the world can a grown man get back in your mother's womb and be born again? And he says, no. You must be born of spirit. Read the scriptures. You must be born of spirit, and you must be born of water. Spirit is another name for the divine. I must get in touch with that divine presence within me, spend time with that divine presence within me, and I must be born of water. Water also is known as cleansing, letting go of those things that no longer serve me. And then once I experience that in my life, then guess what, friends? We begin to experience the kingdom of heaven. We experience the kingdom of heaven and have the opportunity through the law of mind action to create the kingdom of heaven that we choose. I love the other story, especially appropriate, I think, for today, considering we're coming up on the Easter season. And that is in Matthew 16, 15. 16, 15, you know, Jesus is at Caesarea Philippi. And he's talking to his disciples. And he asks his disciples, wow. Who do man, who do people say that I am? Doing a check. Who do people say that I am? And some of the disciples says Jeremiah. Some say prophet, Elijah. Some say Moses. And he's turned to Peter, representing faith. But not always faithful, representing faith. And he turned to Peter and he says, but who do you say that I am? And Peter says, thou art the Christ, the son of the living God. I believe with all my heart that we too, who do you say I am? And it's so important that I say it. I say that I have the potential of the Christ, the son of the living God. You have the potential to demonstrate the Christ, the Son of the living God. 
And I believe with all my heart that as we go out into this world, especially in times like this, of times like this, we've always, you know, I didn't mean to make light of that, but our previous generations had challenges too. Did you know that? Did you notice that? But as we go out into this, my dear friends, we may be the only Christ someone sees. Pat the Christ. John the Christ. Kevin the Christ. Patty the Christ. Connie the Christ. We have that potential within us to be that Christ presence. So who do you think you are? Just who do you think you are? I am an expression of the Christ. And you are an expression of the Christ. Your assignment this week, if you choose to accept it, is to just notice when you feel like you are living from your personal self and from your impersonal self. When you are living from the divine and when you're living from that personality. Thank God we got personality. There's a song about that, I think. Personality. I love you, I bless you, and I behold the living presence of, the, of that Christ within you. And so it is. Amen. And it's great to be home. God bless you. stranger to the dark hide away they say cause we don't want your broken parts I've learned to be ashamed of all my scars run away they say no one will love you as you are I won't let them break me down to dust I know that there's a place for us for we are glory Sharpest words want to cut me down I'm going to sand the flood I'm going to drown them out I am red I am bruised I am who I'm meant to be This is me Look out cause here I
Changes everything, hands and faces, earth and sky. 
Love, love changes everything. How you live and how you die. Love can make the summer fly. Or a night feel like a lifetime. And love changes everything. Well, I tremble at its name. I know nothing in this world will ever be the same. Invite our ushers to come forth as we take a moment and go within. Get in touch with that divine presence within, that Christ presence within known by many names. Let's just touch that. And it's from this place that we extend gratitude. It's from this place that we bless these gifts. We bless them and we send them forth to fulfill our vision and mission of a transformed world. Thank you. Thank you, God. And so it is. Amen. Inviting our on-duty unity prayer chaplains to please stand. These individuals arrived early. They held sacred space in this sanctuary, and they're here to hold that sacred space with you today, to listen with the ears of their heart, to pray aloud with you, and then to hold what they have heard in the strictest of confidence. So today, if you have a prayer request, by all means, seek out a unity prayer chaplain. Thank you. Also, if you're streaming with us today, there's a way for you to pray with a unity prayer chaplain as well. You can get those instructions online. I will remind you that we're in the process of a financial feasibility study for the remodeling of this building in order to make it 100% accessible. And so many of you received an email, uh, and it give, offers you the opportunity to take a survey. That survey is due back by the 5th of April. I want to let you know that that sur survey is confidential. The staff, the minister, nor the board sees your remarks. It goes to an organization that we have hired, and they will compile a report for us. So this is your opportunity to weigh in on this uh, financial feasibility survey. The plans are out in the garden court. If you have not seen those, by all means, take a look at those as well. I want to appreciate our youth at this time. Cassidy Meeks is somewhere, I think. I am totally wrong about that. She's somewhere, but she's not in the sanctuary, okay? So we are going to appreciate our children from afar. We give thanks for them. We give thanks for their teachers and all that they are doing. So I'm going to invite you to, our ministers, to join me on the platform for our prayer for protection, and we're going to invite you to stand. Uh, are they coming? Yeah, some things have, some things. <laughs> I won't go there. Let's, come on down, Reverend Cassidy. We are walking in the light, in the light, in the light. We are walking in the light, in the light of God. In the light, 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 in the light of God. in this morning. <laughs> nice to see you all. I would like to extend a warm welcome to all the parents and caregivers and 
anyone who has young people and would like them to come to our youth and family ministry. We have lots of openings. Today we talked about mindfulness and how our brain works and how when our lid has flipped, we can't think anymore. So how do we get calm again and get our brains to work the way we want them to? So that's what we did today. And I would like to invite you all to join us for extravaganza. So that's our Easter event, the Saturday before Easter, 1 to 3 p.m. We're going to have all sorts of fun for the kids, including an egg hunt. And the Easter bunny will be here. So oh, <laughs> come for that. Goodness. You can register online. I, I, I really want to appreciate our volunteers for this. And I see someone that, on the, I love all of you, but I see a former associate minister up here keeping children. And let me tell you what, if I had kids, I'd want her keeping them for sure. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Wow. So now let us know together our prayer for protection. Together we know that the light of God surrounds us. I am light. The love of God enfolds us. I am love. The power of God protects us. I am power. The presence of God watches over us. I am presence. Wherever we are, God is. I am divine and all is swell. And our peace song. I got plenty and then some. What do I do? I got plenty and then some. What do I do? I got plenty and then some. What do I do now? I'll go out and help somebody. I get plenty and then some too. Oh, yes, I.
Thanks so much.